0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1772, Email for Minimalists, and Not a Natural, both by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays to help you live a more meaningful and positive life. Two posts today, both from Joshua of The Minimalists, a friend of mine and our shows. And let's keep this intro minimal for The Minimalists and start optimizing your life. Email for Minimalists by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalists.com. I manage email differently from how I used to. Email of yesteryear. When I worked in corporate America, I would receive 150 to 250 emails a day. In fact, the first thing I did each morning was reach for my BlackBerry and check my inbox, and then I was anchored to that device throughout the day, checking it every few minutes, always anticipating every new message. It was an unspoken corporate expectation to be on-call, always available. And at night, before my head hit the pillow, the last thing I did, out of habit, was check my phone for new email messages. Looking back on the whole experience, it seems a bit crazy now, but at the time, it felt completely normal. The truth is that fewer than 40 of those couple hundred emails required any kind of action. Some of them just needed to be read and filed away mentally. Many were irrelevant, but still required my precious time to read and decide whether or not it was pertinent information. To manage such a daunting load, I developed an elaborate system to organize the chaos, constantly checking my inbox, filing messages into appropriate to-do folders, delegating tasks to various employees, and setting priorities for various actions I needed to take. It was a vicious cycle, and I was never caught up. I couldn't, by definition, ever be caught up with such a barrage of perpetual incoming info. But I soldiered on reading, filing, prioritizing, delegating, and taking action to get things done. Email today. The picture looks much different for me today. Size doesn't matter. I don't subscribe to the five-sentence email philosophy prescribed by some of my friends. I like long emails if they are clever, well-thought-out, and add value to my life. That last part is the most important. For some emails, however, Five sentences is way too long and most emails shouldn't be sent at all. Besides, I'm perfectly capable of writing a several page, 800 word sentence that would render this rule irrelevant as I demonstrated in the first sentence of the eighth chapter and Everything That Remains. So instead of limiting myself, I think twice before I send an email. Is there a better way to communicate this info is the first question I ask. No more smartphone email. No longer do I get email on the device in my pocket. It was a frustrating transition at first, but I'm less stressed because of it. Unsubscribe if you don't find value. Email is my central hub. It's what I use to aggregate all my incoming info, comments, communications, websites, newsletters, blogs, etc. If something is no longer adding value to my life, my unsubscribe. Don't respond every day. If you send me an email, you will get a response if it warns one, but that response is on my terms on my timeline. No one should send an email to anyone and expect an immediate reply. Life is too precious to spend our days feeling anxious with required email responses. Don't act on everything. Not every email requires an action. In fact, most don't. Sometimes it's okay to just hit delete. How could you manage your email differently? And I have another great post from Joshua in just a sec, but first, I'm sure as a listener of this show, you know that it's equally important to take care of both your physical and mental health. There are several ways to make your mental health a priority. A super helpful one is speaking to a professional therapist. BetterHelp helps connect you and your personal licensed professional therapist online where you can schedule your weekly video or phone sessions at your own convenience. With their counselors specializing in anxiety, relationships, LGBT matters, and more, they make it easy for you to change your counselors whenever needed. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Plus, BetterHelp offers financial aid, which makes it affordable to everyone. BetterHelp is not self-help. It is professional counseling where everything you share is confidential. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com optimal. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com optimal. Not a Natural by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com. I have a confession. I am not a natural writer. I'm more of a natural basketball player than I am a writer. Another confession, I didn't read my first book until I was 21. No, that's not a typo. I was 21 years old when I read my first book, cover to cover, a pop trash thriller. On the other hand, I was six foot two in eighth grade and thus basketball seemed pretty natural at the time. As time marched on and I stopped getting taller and my dribbling skills stopped improving, basketball became less and less natural. Years later, I discovered literary fiction at age 22, and I knew I wanted to take part in his creation. I knew I wanted to be a part of literature's exchange of consciousness. I knew I wanted to be a writer. There was just one problem. My writing sucked. I didn't know anything, not a thing, about mechanics, usage, grammar, or spelling. I could hardly cobble together a coherent independent clause, let alone a sentence that felt urgent interesting, or vaguely alive. Although I wasn't gifted with a congenital writing quill, I soldiered on. I kept writing, letting most of the words hit the wastebasket shortly after they dribbled from my keyboard. As I persisted in my studies and practice of the craft, guess what? I got better. And while practice didn't make perfect, it allowed me to grow considerably. Later, my growth snowballed, and now, a decade after reading my first book, I've published several bestsellers. Writing was never natural for me. Most things in life aren't innate. Individual betterment has little to do with inbred talent. I try to pound this fact into my writing students' noggins every chance I get. Any teacher worth his chalk dust can teach techniques that will help you grow, but individual betterment requires practice and dedication, and to a certain extent, a healthy obsession. And hence, this essay is not about writing, and it's certainly not about me. This essay is about you, so take note. Many people, people like you and me, want to do something different with their lives. I know I did. But most of these people think their would-be actions are futile because, well, because they weren't born with natural talent. These folks feel helpless or defeated, so they never take the first steps, and they certainly don't dedicate the hours required to develop real talent. Life doesn't work this way. For any dimension of life, for any skill set, be it exercise, ballroom dancing, or guitar playing, you must be willing to drudge through the drudgery to find the joy on the other side. Before a man can even think about being a rock star, he must earn the calluses on his fingertips. To do this effectively, you must find ways to make the menial work more fun. After much practice, many, many hours of practice, whatever you're doing eventually feels like second nature, which is better in countless ways. Second nature always feels more earned, more honest, more real. You just listened to the post titled Email for Minimalists and Not a Natural, both by Joshua Fields Milburn of The Minimalist.com. Great ones from Josh. I never would have considered myself a natural narrator and then I ended up being the audiobook narrator for pretty much all of the minimalist books, which is crazy. For me, it's exactly what he said. I have my calluses from working hard on these, but I found the joy and meaning in narrating these posts for you. And I think you find the same with your own work skills, or family, and more. So I'll leave it at that. Have a great day, and more posts coming for you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.